Hello, this is Dr. Patrick Porter. I'm your host of the Brain Tap Business Journal podcast. Today, I have a very special guest, someone I've known for years. You probably have listened to his music if you've heard any of Dr. Joe Dispenza's, Dr. Amon's, Dr. Neil Walsh, and the list could go on and on. This guy is a prolific uh, songwriter and composer. He's done a lot of great work. He's out there in consciousness. He's, his music is rooted in uh, spirituality and just unlocking our body and mind's potential and allowing our spiritual selves to really shine and, and produce the results that we all want from music. And who I'm talking about is Barry Goldstein. So Barry, welcome to the podcast. And please let everyone know, you know, you, you've been on this great journey. I mean, you've got all these great people you've been working with. And I mean, I, I hear all the time about people listening to these different meditations. I loved your meditation. We had you at, at Quantum University and you came out and you shared and it was just fantastic. I've been trying to get you like seven years. We finally got you on the platform. So uh, after we're done, anyone who's got the BrainTap app, I'm going to encourage you to go to the music journeys the musical journeys and look for music by barry it's right there he's got some great music and this is only the beginning we're going to be getting more from him so barry tell us a little bit about what got you started in doing music and why did you choose this genre well actually this genre kind of chose me i didn't really choose it um, it was more like the experiment you know so to speak uh, my background was is as a pop producer and um, you know my journey creating pop music started in like 1989 I was doing a lot of um, house music and a lot of different genres that were much more urban uh, that also led me to becoming a major label record producer and led me to working with um, guys like Les Paul who invented the electric guitar and I co-produced a Grammy award-winning track with him so this is all like very different in terms of um, what I originally started out doing but like anything else, and I'm sure that you've experienced this and I'm sure your audience has as well, anything can become a job. You know, anything um, can become routine. And although my goal was, you know, becoming a, a producer and a composer, I got to that point where I was spending 100 to 200 hours, you know, creating a pop song a week. You know, so that three to four minute song that you and I have discussed before, right? doesn't take three to four minutes for those people who are listening you know it's uh, it's more like 100 to 200 hours in the studio and I started to really kind of like lose my love of what I had started doing which was you know that kid in the edge, edge of his bed at 14 years old playing songs and writing songs and and just wanting to share something more in the world so uh, I decided Patrick to do an experiment and literally re reverse everything I knew about pop music so <laughs> You know, creating those hooks that are contagious and people sing along to, making sure it's in the first minute of a song. You know, I asked myself, what would happen if I just took an hour long journey, let the music come through me and target my heart at a relaxed state because I knew I wanted to come back to my heart. And so I, I did some research. I found out that most of us are at a relaxed state at between 60 to 70 beats per minute. And I said, well, I'm gonna target that state and that's really it. Other than that, I'm, I'm just gonna free fall. And I started taking these journeys and moving to very meditative states. I didn't know at the time that what I was doing was called entrainment, uh, which is when our internal rhythm has the ability to synchronize to an external rhythm. 
In this case, I was um, working with heart entrainment. And uh, I started to create layers on top of those original journeys. And what was awesome about it was I had no idea what was coming at me musically because I didn't write the music down. So I had to work intuitively and instinctively in terms of creating different layers of that. And it really sounded otherworldly. You know, it was uh, some, something that, like I said, didn't have memorable memories, very long tones. And um, I played it for a few friends of mine. Some of them were massage therapists. Others were acupuncturists. And they thought it was awesome because at the time there weren't like um, these elongated 60-minute pieces of music without interruption. And they started using it. And we started getting testimonials from people in many different ways, everything from using them for sleep, um, using them for um, parents who had dementia, using them to birth children into the world, using them on the other end of that, the circle of life, you know, uh, where people were transitioning and in hospice care. So I kind of said, wow, I, I might be onto something here. Um, and again, like I said, it wasn't something that was planned. And I started doing more research. Um, and that led to me writing a book called The Secret Language of the Heart, which is all about how music's being used as medicine and how people can use it for healing and transformation. But uh, like a lot of the, the great, you know, the great uh, collaborations, this was a collaboration really with, with Source, um, mm -hmm. with the universe, with the divine, whatever you'd like to call it, because when those pieces were coming through, um, I was connecting to something that was beyond myself. And that led to a whole new way of creating music, which is which has kind of led to us working together and, you know, the amazing work that you're doing and um, in, in working with music and working with visualization and tapping into um, not just our heart, but, you know, literally our, our that relationship between the heart the brain, the physical body. And now what I'm doing is focusing more on what I'm calling this is designer music, where we're literally designing it to move to specific states as opposed to it being random as it initially was. Um, now it has a lot more intention and um, science behind it in terms of the journey and where I'm going with it. So a long answer to a, a short question. No, that's great. I mean, I know I know that there's hospitals, medical clinics. We have 3,000 medical clinics using BrainTap right now. This would be a great one for them to use while they're doing different therapies. You know, they can they can tune into those uh, musical messages and do that. Um, but you you talk a lot about. I mean, people tap you all the time, like like we did at Quantum, is talking about how we use music in ancient times and how we're, how it's evolving now. So maybe you can talk a little bit about how you took all your research and looking at these ancient sciences, because music has been a part of human history forever. I mean, when they started beating rocks together, right? So, so we have this, this musical journey. So tell us a little bit about what, what people can expect through using music as a therapy. Yeah. Well, I think um, a lot of science and in, I'm sure you've experienced this as well, is catching up to what we've known spiritually for thousands of years. Um, you know, and the science didn't necessarily exist back then when people were communicating through drums, mm -hmm. um, for instance. And so I think, you know, at the, at the core level of it, it does go back to the heartbeat and it does go back to our 
attraction to that and the calling of music being symbolic of that, you know, of that heart connection. And now we're seeing through through studies um, that have been done uh, by a lot of different people, but Remo did some great studies. Remo, who are Creed drumheads, they did a lot of studies around drumming circles. And what they found is that when we're connecting and when we're moving into that space, utilizing drums, um, that we are moving into these coherent heart states. So these smooth, orderly heart rhythms that we create with drums and that synchronized, just constant heartbeat, we have the ability to tap into that and move into smooth, orderly heart patterns. And it's been used for PTSD, literally, um, for people who've experienced PTSD, their alpha brainwaves have gone up like by by um, 40-fold in just one session, you know, of doing, working with drums in that way. And so when our hearts are synchronizing and moving into these rhythms, there's like a, a, a unification that happens, especially like in group drumming, where we're linking together as community as well. And when we're moving to those slower brainwave states, you know, like alpha, um, the most more creative states, um, you know, our heart and brain are working together. So our hearts move to the, that tempo. And I'm sure you've seen this mm-hmm. in your work, too. It's difficult for the brain to be in a high beta if our heart is, move, you know, in that relaxed state and we're in that parasympathetic state. They work together. And that's a lot of the science is showing us that now that when one moves to, um, you know, we move to a slower brainwave state, our heart also moving to a more relaxed state and vice versa. And, you know, this is moving into a field that's um, called neurocardiology, where they're really looking at how all of that works together. But if you look back, it goes back thousands and thousands of years. And I think, um, you know, it's a calling for us to move into these states where our hearts are reflective of drum beats, because this is something that exists in every society. We're tied together by our heartbeats, and the drum is symbolic of that. That's great. You, you answered this partly, but um, because we have a great big audience, really, of biohackers, I didn't realize I was biohacking. You know, back in the 80s, there was no such thing as biohacking, but I just wanted my brain to work better. And you've been doing this a long time. So do you have any tips for people out there who, who practice biohacking or want to integrate this into their mind, body, spirit practice? What, what do you, how do you feel music can help that? Yeah, I mean, I think music is probably the original biohack. You know, because literally it takes us to those states um, so fast and so effortlessly. So even putting together your own music programs using your favorite songs, I think people think, um, you know, that it's just um, a specific type of music, but it's also we're learning more and more that it can be preferred music. So, you know, listening to that, um, like, for example, I just downloaded um, James Taylor's Greatest Hits. Mm-hmm. And started listening to that again because it was one of my favorite things to listen to in the 70s when I was growing up. And, you know, when we're listening to music that we love, studies have shown that there's a dopamine response to that. Our pleasure centers are basically connected with that. And our pharmacy starts to um, produce beneficial hormones in our body as well. So even if you're just listening to one song that brings you to a state of happiness every day, whether it's, um, you know, something from Brain Tap or whether it's uh, Motley Crue, you know, it doesn't really, um, you know, the significance is really that it's bringing you to that state where you're moving to a, a state where you're feeling that it's a reward. It's pleasurable for you. 
So I think it's about uh, mixing and matching and really becoming our own sound healers. So taking inventory, there's so much music out there now. If you went into your iTunes library and you started to think about, wow, I have a meeting this morning and I like to move to a more inspired state. Mm -hmm. Where am I now? Where do I want to go? And what piece of music is going to take me there? So utilizing music as a bridge. And if you start to take inventory and use, uh, use your music more intentionally, you know, you might find that you have a piece in there that is very up and epic that might take you there. Or you might want to listen to a more relaxed piece of music that's going to take you to a state of gratitude. Um, so I think this is where designer music coming in and also um, tapping into what I call your internal symphony. So um, your breath, your heartbeat, um, your sigh, how, how music affects all of those things. If you ask yourself a question when you're listening to a piece of music, does, does this make my heart feel more expansive or does it feel more contracted? Um, and how, how does this feel in my body? So it's all about awareness, not just listening uh, with music with your ears, but listening to music with all of your senses and also your body is always listening, just like your brain is always listening. Your body is always listening as well. And we're seeing this more and more you know, with uh, more studies that are coming out in terms of like Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's and using things like vibroacoustics, which are using more low frequency so that we can feel it in our body as well, that they're having these amazing results with Alzheimer's and Parkinson's patients because it's being felt in the physical body and we're using specific frequencies for that. Yeah, so that brings to mind, we, we have a lot of uh, practitioners that use vibroacoustic beds or mm -hmm. uh, platforms and things of that nature. We have a few that we recommend, but there is a lot of great ones out there. So this music would be a great one for you guys. If you're, they're always asking me to create more music for that. And, and I'm not a musician like you are. So I have to find people like yourself to go ahead and do that. So when you're, when you're thinking about music too, uh, and I talk about this a lot. So the listeners can understand, might remember me talking about it, but every cell has a chromoform, like a little battery, and it's absorbing energy in the form of light, sound, and vibration. So, you know, we've all been to a party. We didn't really feel like being there, but they started playing songs from our high school or maybe our college. All of a sudden, we get this energy. We start tapping our toes. We start wanting to dance. So energy is visceral. So, I mean, music is visceral. So you, if you get the right music, it always surprises me when people are always listening to the radio and they're unhappy. I'm going, just put in your own music, you know, now with, with phones and the internet, you can listen to any piece of music you want. Why would you let somebody else dictate your mood by setting the, I mean, I tell people, if, if you imagine some of your favorite movies and they didn't have a soundtrack, they wouldn't be as good. We need to start looking at our own life and putting our own soundtrack together with it. And, and I think, I know you talk about mm -hmm. this because uh, you're very excited about using music as medicine. So how would you recommend on a daily basis, people kind of choose, pick and choose their music as their medicine for, um, for happiness, really? Because happiness is, at the, at the end of the day, it's about energy. I mean, if you don't have energy, you can't be happy. And music can do that. Like you said, it can take you from different states of consciousness, from maybe being unfocused to being focused, to being you know, unmotivated, being motivated. So where do you see that going? Yeah, I, I love that. And I, th I think, you know, I call this musical nutrition because just like um, we, you know, go on specific diets based on what we need 
individually. It's similar with music. You know, I can suggest, I can say, Patrick, you know, they have these amazing studies that show that broccoli is an amazing um, fighter for, for specific cancers. But if you're allergic to broccoli and it creates inflammation in your system, then it's not going to be good for you per se. And I think it's the same thing with with music. Again, is is the awareness of what resonates with you. Just because someone might recommend it for you doesn't necessarily mean that it's that it's good for you. So music's a carrier of information. You know, frequency is a carrier of information. When you're listening to a piece of music, you're picking up on the composer's energy, their emotion, their intention. I even think you're picking up in who is in the room during the recordings. Like, it's very, very subtle, you know, what makes people like a piece of music. So when I'm creating music and, and my recipe is basically geared towards um, harmonics, it's geared towards creating a specific intention and making sure that my emotions are aligned with that intention when I'm composing a piece of music. And then frequency comes into play as well, like what moves me? Um, what tunings do I want to use on a, on a piece of music? So when people listen to a piece of music, they're getting all of that information. Um, so it's, again, it's all about that awareness for people who are looking to create that soundtrack of their life. It starts with the question of looking at your life, right? Looking at, look at your schedule for a day. And exactly what you talked about, Patrick, I love that, is creating a soundtrack for, create a soundtrack for one day. And then I'll invite you to do that for 30 days. And this is part of um, what I teach in some of my courses as well. Look at what you're doing. Okay, so maybe at 8 a.m. you're visiting someone in the hospital um, that's a relative and you really want to be in a beautiful and expansive heart state. So you might want to listen to a piece of um, music at 60 beats per minute and with those long frequencies and just tap into gratitude. Um, and I have a piece of music that we're, we have on, on BrainTap now called the Heart Codes. That's like perfect for that, just tapping into gratitude coming into your heart. Um, if you're looking for that more motivational music, then it could be a, a, a piece of Angelus or it could be something more up tempo or a piece of music that incorporates more rhythm into it and for going to sleep at night you know i always suggest a piece of music that feels like dessert that has a kind of sweetness to it that allows you to wind down from your busy day and you know bridge those brain waves so many of us are busy during our day and we're going from you know going to social networks or preparing our next talk or writing our book and we're going we're going to sleep so it's like crashing from beta and going directly into delta and we're not staying um, asleep because of it was it was not a smooth transition or a bridge so if we could bridge and in, in our evenings when we're going from beta and kind of scale it down you know slow the music down play some music that's um like yoga music that's geared towards stretching with light guitars or, or smooth rhythms and then keep scaling it down into more ambient music um, as you go to sleep so you ask about how, what the listeners could do three times a day just like three meals in your morning, start off with a piece of music that's going to create the energy for your day, whatever that may be, and look at your day and kind of, you know, see what that entails. At lunchtime, I love to, again, like exactly what lunch does, it revitalizes our energy and re-nourishes us. So I look for a piece of music if I'm experiencing a lot of stress in my day that's going to, um, you know, move my anxiety. And, or 
It could be something that's going to get me up from my computer desk and get me moving and dancing because, you know, studies show that when we're, when we're doing that, it actually can increase our cognitive skills when we're just getting up and moving to a piece of music. Or take a five-minute musical vacation. Or listen to a piece of music from another part of the world. Close your eyes and tap into, you know, the feelings of being there, what it would smell like, what the food would taste like. Um, you know, and what um, the smells of the area are. And create a multi-sensory experience, close your eyes, and then when you open your eyes, you literally shift your environment. I do that a lot, especially, yeah. you know, being- I love that, I love that one. I think uh, our brain tappers would love that because they're, if you, uh, the very beginning, we kind of set the frame, you know, told them think about those things, then go to Italy or go to Spain or go to India or all the more exotic places and that. I think that's a great way to do it. Any way we can disengage that, uh, that sympathetic overload <laughs> that people are under, I think is a great, a great way to do it. I know that you, you teach courses, you do more than what, right now we only have a very small fraction of, of Barry on the BrainTap uh, platform. We're gonna be adding more over time, I know, but they can, they can find out more about you at uh, barrygoldsteinmusic.com. But what else do you recommend they do to learn from you because you, you have so much knowledge and and maybe you can even share with us how you're doing things at seminars. I mean, you do things with Dr. Amen and Dr. Dispenza, you know, Dr. Joe, people, a lot of people who listen to this uh, have been to Dr. Joe's events because they're chiropractors and, and now all the neuroscientists are going there because he's just blowing people's minds with what he's doing in his, in his workshops. Maybe you can tell people a little bit about how they're using music in those workshops, because I, I, I hear that comment all the time, the mute, what, what they do with the music at, uh, especially Dr. Joe's events, they just, it blows their minds. So maybe you can share a little bit about that, about how he's using your music and you're working with him in that area. Sure. Sure. Well, you know, about, 10 or 15 years ago, uh, my kind of mission shifted and I knew that I wanted to collaborate with people who understood that music can be used to magnify mission, not just as art and entertainment. And not too long after that, um, I actually met Dr. Joe at a conference and um, he started utilizing my music with his audiences because he found that it took them to a very cohesive and coherent state of, of alpha during those states. And um, as throughout the years, the events have really, really evolved and are now, you know, global audiences. A lot of people uh, are coming to those events. And Dr. Joe just has a really strong um, sense and intuition around what music he likes to use and what's going to get people there. And we just have this beautiful collaboration where we go back and forth and um, create music specific for different types of meditations. You know, everything from the walking meditations, which are incorporate a lot more rhythm and a lot more inspiration, you know, during them because you're walking into your future. Um, and epic pieces of music are, that are used for, um, for tapping into the breath and really firing and wiring you know, that pineal uh, gland and, and really tapping into how music can be used to move that energy, that kundalini energy that um, works with creating mystical experiences. So again, you know, there's always specifics around what type of music to use and designing it um, and, and looking at the studies, the re recent studies that are out of, of what they're finding more and more with utilizing music and then applying that into the compositional process. 
And what's beautiful about it is we get to see it in real time. You know, I was just at an event in Cancun, um, which was part of the advanced workshop, and seeing people, you know, um, walking into their futures, literally watching their energy changes as they're guided with, um, you know, Dr. Joe's teachings in combination with the music that creates the soundtrack for that. Literally, people's energy are, are changing in that moment, and they're making decisions of how they're going to change their life. And, you know, um, music is definitely definitely a part of that because it, uh, it is that, that bridge that takes us from one state to another and goes directly to the heart, you know. So it's, it's a combination of words and scoring really those, um, those meditations is, is really what, um, what my focus is, is not just creating a piece of music, but it's like scoring a film, you know. And although you can't see it, you're actually seeing it with, you know, with your eyes closed. And so that's the fun part of it is, is scoring something that's not going to be seen but feels like you're seeing it. Um, you know, when you're talking about space, you're talking about the unlimited field to create sound that um, taps you into that expansiveness. Um, so it's, it's um, unbelievably challenging and rewarding, uh, rewarding work. Right. Where do you think music therapy is going um, from your viewpoint? Where do you think? Because now, I mean, you're we're, you're already experiencing it in hospitals and medical clinics. Where do you see it going? Because uh, for learning, I think more schools should be using it. I mean, the, the evidence is out there in the what they call the Mozart effect. I mean, if they can listen to that alpha music, kids are going to learn faster and better. Uh, but where do you see it going? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's going there. Um, naturally, because we're becoming more open to these things in, in schools and in the teaching process of it. I call it acousticeuticals um, because it really, that's for me where it needs to go is it's a low cost, non-invasive way to, to work with a lot of um, things that we're using pharmaceuticals for. And I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that there's not a place for that. There absolutely is. Um, but I think that because music's low cost and non-invasive, why not try it for anxiety? Why not try it for depression? And why not um, utilize it in that in that way? So I think that's where it's going. And I think there's also a connection between music therapy and therapeutic music, because there is a difference. Mm -hmm. Music therapy is when you're with a licensed, uh, certified practitioner who's there with you. Um, but actually therapeutic music is is the music itself is the therapy in itself. So that's more of, I'm working in therapeutic music. How can the music itself be of healing or transformational as well? And I think that we're moving to states of consciousness where meditation are becoming more acceptable to talk about. You know, like I, I work with Shirley MacLaine, who is a pioneer in the, the new thought, um, outlook for how all, all of the things that we're talking about now and when she came out with her book out on a limb she was out on a limb no mm -hmm. one was talking about chakras and no one was talking about chanting and any of this and so now we're at this space where it's more in uh our language you know people are using meditations it's in times magazine so i think that we're at a tipping point and that's why, you know, the work that we're doing together and the work that you're doing with BrainTap is so important because it provides the science for people. Not only that, it gives them an experience. And that's the most important thing, I think, of where it's going. Because if people have an experience, they now have an anchor. 
So if they're utilizing BrainTap, if they're um, the use, using the technology with it, and they have this experience that was based on, you know, your guidance and or your guidance in conjunction with a piece of music, they have an anchor and they say, wow, this was the piece that I played. I'm going to put this on my favorites. And when they come back to that specific piece, it's tied to an experience because it creates autobiographical memories in our brain. So when they hear that, um, your voice, and they hear the music together again, they can rewind and now tap into it for a longer period of time. They can train their brains and they can train themselves to come back to those places and hopefully utilize it in their day. You know, and that's really what it's about. You know, the next time that you have that challenging situation that comes in, can you take that tool outside of the form that you used it in and apply it in your life and spend less energy? Because ultimately, to me, all these tools, all these biohacks that we have are so people can live a higher quality of life and have more energy to share whatever it is that they want to share in the world. It's all about energetic management. So. I agree. I think we're in an energy economy. And that brings me, uh, we are the title sponsor for Dave Asprey's event. That's going to be happening in September. And we love Dave and what he does. And I noticed you did some work with Dave, you know, uh, early on. So maybe for the biohackers out there, you can tell, hey, why did Dave Asprey tap you or what was going on that that, uh, caused you two to get together and, and work on some projects together? Yeah, well, we're we're working with um, actually creating tones for some of um, Dave's Forty Years of Zen, um, his program in terms of that, and we're really looking to make those um, tones more musical for people, so they're more pleasurable to listen to, but still achieve achieve the same thing. So what we're um, finding so far is that the tones um, that we're we're utilizing are actually getting people there faster and and more accurately than before and i think that's really where the sensibility of where where it comes in with sound healing and where does sound healing kind of meet and bridge with music because obviously you know music is a safe entry for so many people to let down their defenses and to to train their brains and to train themselves and but ultimately though patrick it, as well it still needs to be somewhat musical you know, because we're constantly deciphering on an emotional level when we're listening to things. Oh, wow, that piece makes me feel this way or it makes me feel that way. So I think it's it's bringing that sensibility into in with technology is is what brought Dave and I together in terms of creating that, um, because I think it's a powerful combination when when you can do that and get people there faster, but also more pleasurable. Certainly. Yeah. And we do a lot of research with, with music and that too. So um, definitely getting people into that state and, and doing that. And um, BrainTap's so happy to have you as part of the platform and, and so glad. So if you don't have the BrainTap app, then I'm going to encourage you to download the, the, uh, the app at um, braintap.info. It's free there. Um, and for 15 days, you can listen to, to Barry's music and see what you think of it. Uh, like you said, there there are different times of the day where you can use music. We have them sectioned out. His 
His music is under the musical journey. So if you're looking for it, do it there. If you've enjoyed what Barry has shared with you, he's got a lot more. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, we're going to put all of his social media handles and all of that in the notes, the show notes. So if you're driving and you're listening to this, please check it out on your computer. We'll have his Facebook. It's Barry Goldstein Music. Looks like that's one you use pretty much uh, in all of them, except for Twitter. Um, and then you have a YouTube channel too, so people can learn from you. But you were talking about a course. Where can people look to if they want to learn more from you about music in general and just learning? Because you you kind of threw down some pretty good information here, but people might be going, wow, I would like to learn more from this guy. How can they learn more from you? Where is that information? Yeah, well, I just finished a seven-week course with the with the Shift Network. It's geared toward music and medicine, and it's still accessible at the Shift Network. But I'm also actually going to be um, launching some courses on my site um, this upcoming year as well, so people will be able to find that on my site. Um, the best thing really is to just become part of my community. That way I can keep you notified on what's coming up and courses and retreats that I'm doing as well. And I just also want to let you know, Patrick, and, and the listeners, you probably do know this already, but the pieces that I um, am sharing on BrainTap, I really kind of handpicked them for your audience and you know, spent a, a lot of time thinking what could be useful and beneficial to people with that. So it's everything from you know very meditative music. There's also some music with, with movement and like percussion in it. And it's really meant to take you on a journey. Um, so it's fitting that you put it in that section in terms of that, because for me, it's always about, you know, music upping your vibration and taking you on a journey where you, you're up leveling wherever you were beforehand um, and by listening to something. So I hope that your listeners enjoy it. And yeah, there's there's a lot more that I'm looking forward to share um, with with a brain tap audience, but love what you're doing. And um, as well. And we met in uh, in Hawaii, I think it was. <laughs> Uh, you said it was about seven years ago, and yeah. I'm sorry it took so long for us to get yeah. it happening, but I'm excited that we are finally uh, collaborating together because I think your work is so important. And it's really, your work is, is getting out there on such a large level. Like everywhere I go, um, people know that I'm into music and vibration and frequency, and people always, I was just, like I said in Cancun, someone came up to me and said, hey, have you ever heard of BrainTap? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, me and Patrick are doing some things together. You got to check it out. So it's, um, it's, I'm happy to see that it's expanding and, and you're playing such a large role in the transformation process as well. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, that's why I do it. And I love your music. And I think everybody can benefit from it. And remember, when you're listening to something, even though you really love what you might be listening to on BrainTap, to get that neuroplastic change, you need to listen to a variety of different music, not just one piece of music. I mean, a lot of people get their favorite, and that's what they want to listen to all the time. But to really create change, we need a little bit of... Uh, that that change is going to cause a little bit of stress, which is okay for the brain because you're going to relax it. But we need to keep the brain learning and growing and developing. And the key here is, is to give our brain, like you were saying, uh, activate the world's greatest pharmacy, the one between our ears, you know, and music does that better than anything else just out of the box. And I love that hospitals are using it now and, you know, they can use it in their medical clinics. Uh, there's a lot of therapies where you don't want to have any words. You just want to have the music in the background so people can enjoy it, like decompression therapy. A lot of our doctors are doing mm -hmm. it. These would be perfect sessions for those while they're just laying there, uh, you know, 
getting their uh, spine stretched or you know decompressed as it were. So they can use it while they're doing the TENS unit. There's a lot of different therapies. So any of you doctors out there that have any questions about it, please call us here at BrainTap. We'll, we'll give you some recommendations of where to use this music because it's something that, especially with the people that might be a little cautious about having somebody talk to them you know uh we still especially in the bible belt people are thinking there's something different with brain tap that this is all positive psychology but music is one of the safest things like like you were saying it's an easy entry point everyone knows uh i mean i've not met anyone yet to my knowledge that doesn't know that certain music actually puts people to sleep sometimes that's a turnoff for some people because they don't realize it's beneficial they want to they want to be going 100 miles an hour all the time, but give yourself permission to listen to a few of Barry's. I'm sure you're going to love them like I do. And, um, you know, let's show us support by uh, sharing on social media that you've listened to a sessions on BrainTap. And like you do with other things, it'd be great to let other people know. We're going to do our best to let BrainTap Nation know. We have 88,000 people on the app at different levels. So uh, hopefully they'll start listening and playing and we're going to get this out to them and but Barry, before we end the podcast today, is there anything I forgot to ask you or anything you that's burning inside that says, hey, I need to tell BrainTap Nation about X? Is there anything that I've missed or anything you want to reinforce? You know, the, the only thing, again, that to leave people with is ultimately uh, you are the DJ of your own life and you have the ability to map out and actually navigate your energy utilizing music, sound, in vibration so empower yourself to step into that and start just do one day of programming yourself as patrick said of um, scoring your life and then extend that to 30 days and and you'll see that um your life will will transform your moods will transform and you'll have more energy um for yourself and your mission so all right. Great. Thank you, Barry. Thanks for taking your time to share with us. And thanks for sharing your genius with us in the form of music that we're putting on BrainTap. So anyone out there uh, that's listening to my voice, I'm going to encourage you to, first of all, like the podcast, of course, and share it with anyone you know that's in, experiencing any stress or has had some, uh, maybe they wanted to get into meditation, but they've never done it yet. This would be a good intro for them to learn about music because music is a great stepping stone, as, as Barry was saying earlier, that people can get through. They don't have to worry about if it's got some wording they might not like or the question, well, this is just music that's going to cause the, the body to synchronize, organize, and, and heal. The innate intelligence can, gets involved and we're self-healing, self-replicating system, but we have to activate that higher order that's within us. You know, let's, let's germinate those seeds of greatness that are dormant and music is one of the ways that we do that. It's like watering a garden. We, we need to get those pleasurable sensations going in our brain. So we know life isn't always a struggle. <laughs> you know, we can, you know, we, we, we can have these periods of struggling, which is normal, but we also want to have these periods of uh, ecstasy and, and relaxation. And you can do that. Like we were saying, become the DJ of your own life. I love that term. And I think um, you can start doing that as early as today. So again, if, if you don't have BrainTap now, please go to braintap.info, download the app for free, download my book, Drive and Overdrive, check out all of Barry's social media posts. You're going to find some amazing things. He hangs out with some of the greatest people. So you'll, you'll see him out there doing it. You know, the, uh, he gets to go to all these Joe Dispenza events. I mean, I'm surprised we can actually film him because he should be a light being right now. So you know, <laughs> we, we have all this energy going. So again, Barry, we're going to have 
you back on as we release new information and new music that you're going to bring to us and uh, new genres. You know, we want to we want to stimulate people in the morning, like you said. We call it digital coffee, so there's different music for that, and there's there's music that we can use in the evening. We call digital quaaludes, put them to sleep. You know, we want to do that. I, I love some of your terms. I'm I'm going to pull those out of here. You know, the uh, sutra. Uh, acoustaceuticals or something. I, I love that acousticals, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. So thanks a lot for being here. Thanks for sharing your genius. And we're going to do our best to get this out to the world and, and start sharing your music through BrainTap. Awesome, Patrick. Thanks again. I'm excited about the collaboration and I'm excited for your audience to experience it. Okay, great. So once again, this is BrainTap Business Journal Podcast. Please share this with all your family, friends, coworkers, people you know are into music maybe, but don't know as much as Barry has shared with us here today. He shared a lot of great information. Please share this out and look forward to our next talk. Usually weekly or bi-weekly, we bring a new uh, podcast to you, helping you to grow personally as well as your business. This can be for both of you. This can be for you personally. Obviously, I listen to um, one of our music sessions every morning and I've been listening to Barry's recently because they're the newest ones we have. And so when you're doing your morning meditation, just put this music in the background and put your headphones on or if you have your brain tap headset, put that on and uh, give us some feedback. Tell us how, how it went. So share this out. We'll be back on with you in a week or two with the next Brain Tap Business Journal podcast. Until then, keep bettering your brain and help us reach that goal of bettering a billion brains. And yours is one of them. Thank you.